People are my passion, and this podcast is about just that. Life, love, careers, relationships, the ups, the downs, the funny, and sometimes not so funny things that happen along the way. I think that everyone has a story to tell, and I want to hear it. So join me weekly as I sit down with everyday people from all walks of life to find out what makes them tick. You are listening to Bright Minds with Ashmon. Y'all, welcome back to Bright Minds with Ashmon. I am Ashley Bright, and I have got one of my nearest and dearest friends sitting down in my kitchen with me today. She is part of the Friday Friends crew, the one and only Maria Mastoris. Hey, girl. Hey. Hi. I'm so excited we're doing this. I'm so excited slash nervous, which is funny because you're like one of my really good friends. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. The nerves will go away. It's just going to be yeah. like two friends chatting. Yeah. So, and um, speaking of, I did text her uh, prior to us doing this and told her I was going to give us a disclaimer. So you'll it'll make more sense when we get into it. But I was like, this podcast is not medical advice. It's not meant to be. This is just two friends shooting the shit, and this is like our slash your experience with like IVF and different things that have happened in your life. Does that seem fair enough? Seems very fair. So um, one of the things that when Ashley asked me to do this, I just wanted to say and like preface like, you know, do I have anything to say? Because this is only (laughs) my story and everybody has their own story and particularly women in the position to to discuss IVF with their husbands and their you know, make the decision to do that and go through it. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. So wouldn't be sensitive for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For but sure. it is, that's what this podcast is though, right? It's the whole premise is that everybody has a story. So this is just that's your true. story with it, you know? Okay. All right, guys. So um, I met Maria through work, but I feel like our paths were going to cross had we not met at work. Oh, look, oh, real life. I got somebody life. ringing the doorbell. Yeah. Stand by everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we are back. Y'all, that was my mother-in-law popping over to give the kids a kiss and a hug, which she's just so she's cute, adorable. right? She's yes, the best. I can't believe I've ne- never met her. In Shout time. out Mimi, David Bright. Love you, love you. Okay, so what I was saying, <laughs> I feel like our paths were going to cross whether we met through work or not. We For did, sure. Right? Yeah. I feel like not to be cheesy or like too deep here, but I feel like you were like meant to be in my life. Oh my God. Well, I feel like the Friday Friends are all meant to be together. Like We in really what, are. Yeah, I mean, that's really... Yes. And it's I do feel like, you know, there's some a, work friends yeah. where, and I mean this in a nice way too, but like that that's your common ground, right? That's what you mm-hmm. have. But if one of you leaves that workplace, it's really hard to kind of keep up or yeah. you just maybe you do for little and then it falls off. Right. But this friendship goes way beyond that. So for I hate sure. being like, yeah, she's one of my work friends. Yeah. That's no, not no, what no. it is. I don't believe that either. <laughs> I mean, you know, we technically don't work together. So like, you That know, is true. We don't. We're just buds. We're just buds. Yeah. Um, you've also been name dropped on this podcast like countless times. Oh my God. I feel like to be friends with me is just your little collateral damage now. No, you know? that's okay. That's okay. I feel like if it's in like the good company that we of keep, course. I think it's all good. And um, I always, when we're sitting in my kitchen, we look at the sign that says "Life Short." Be the first one on the dance floor. Oh my gosh! And, so and I, you are. <laughs> oh my! Can if you ever have a wedding, just invite Ashley as a kind of icebreaker. She's great at weddings. Thank you so much. That is. It was kind of a segue here because that was yeah. um, two years ago that you True. have been married. What a fun, magical night. It was the best. It was the best. And I don't know that we would have ever danced if you weren't the first one on the dance floor. I mean, what are you supposed to do when I mean, like, that music hits hard, you know? And it, I was ready. You were ready. It was great. <laughs> yes. Oh, gosh. What a blast. So, yes, Maria, in June, it had been two years since you've been married. Yes. But I was telling her before, I feel like I need a little context here because while you and John have... I don't want to say only. Yeah, two years is great, but yeah. only been married two years. You guys have been together a very long time. We have. So I feel like that's part of this story and this journey. Right. Because you do now have a baby and it wasn't the easiest road to get her, but God, she was worth it. Yeah. She's, she's so, so sweet. Cute. So also disclaimer. Oh, yeah. Not well, only is I it love disclaimers. not medical advice, <laughs> but I'm postpartum two months and having no sleep. So if I sound a little silly, it's because I haven't slept. In uh, a what a good friend I am to, you know, just realize yeah. that you've slept like maybe three yeah. or four hours and make you be on my podcast that, today. No, no, I'm happy to be here. Um, but yes, no, John and I have been, to, we've known each other for over a decade. We've been together um, several years. We had a couple breakups between just trying to figure out what we wanted in life, I think, between the two of us. But every time it was like more solidified that we were meant yes. to be and that we... I kind of liked watching your journey. I feel like I've watched yeah. both of you like yeah. grow and and change, but then grow to get like you came back oh, to each other. You know, 100%. it was like each time. It, well, you're right. It was like better, stronger. Yes. All the good things. And, and it was like, you know, he's a good one. He's, he's a good guy. He's a good and he's he, a good dad. Oh my God. He's a good dad. And I feel like you always knew he was going to oh, be, you yeah, know, he yeah. loves those kids. He's he fun. He is fun. Yes. He's a great dad. And he adores you. 
Oh. That has always made me feel so good about oh, it, you know? And I adore him. But yes. he is he's definitely the more tender hearted of the two of us. <laughs> you gotta have the like, yin and the yang. Yeah, you like know? The sweeter. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um yes, two years. Okay. So I think that this topic is so relatable because here, before we really like dive in, I think there's a couple things that women, female friendships, we always talk about and they're kind of funny in like some yeah. aspects. But how about the fact that we're always growing up terrified? I wasn't growing up, but like high school years terrified oh, yeah. of getting pregnant, which also I will be um, hopefully instilling the same fear into Lucy. 100%. But you're so scared. Yeah. I remember having friends that thought if they went in the hot tub and there was a boy in the hot tub, like they could possibly get pregnant or like if they sat on the toilet seat weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You are. You know? Yeah. You're so scared about it. And you think, I mean, because family planning is such a like, I don't know. I think that you are so scared and then you think like you hear family planning. So it's like, oh, a plan. Like when I get off birth control if you're on birth control, which yes. a lot of people are, um, and I was, um, that it would happen very it, easily mm -hmm. and quickly. Yes. When you're ready, you just stop this pill and you're magically pregnant. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I think some people, they they do. Oh, like yeah, that. I sure. feel like some, uh, I had a nurse friend of mine that told me she, they, her and her husband would wash their underwear together and they yeah. would get pregnant. <laughs> like, oh my God. I mean, yeah, yeah. But right. So I think that, okay, one, we're so, so scared growing up, high school, college, don't want that to happen. But then when I was ready, when we, Steve and I started talking about having children and we were ready for this phase, then I started getting worried, like, what if it isn't that easy? Mm -hmm. And I've been on birth control for all these years. Has this like done something to my body? I think this is like the next normal fear. Like it's going right. to be challenging. Yeah. And I think the first time you you go for a baby and it doesn't happen, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Like it's, it was amazing to me how quickly I jumped to the gun and thought something was wrong. Right. Did you do that? Oh, so I... <laughs> Okay, so this is kind of something that we were talking off off the off air. Mic, yeah. yeah, that um, I have like a family history of some infertility in my you know right. uh, first line relatives. I'm, Are these things hereditary? I don't know, okay. and I feel like that was a question that I had asked um, and kind of had gotten the like, oh, that doesn't matter. That's not you, you know, whatever. Sure. But my mom had a hard time getting pregnant when she was like 18. My mom was married to my dad at a Jeez. very young age. I like mean, that's like prime year. <laughs> I mean, if you're 18 and you're having a hard time, like, you know, my, this is a long time ago. My mom and dad were married and it took her like three years to have my sister. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So of course I had that kind of in the back of my head, like, well, maybe I might have a problem. Right. Which also, again, this is not medical advice. This is not sound or you yes. know, founded on any sort of medical anything. And when I brought that up to my GYN when I was like 34, I, you know, said, hey, I my mom had a hard time getting pregnant. Like I'm not, um, for the record, I'm 37 now. I was just going to say yeah. we're going to have to give some context. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, you know, several years ago before I was even thinking about really having a baby, maybe I was like 32. I don't know. Sometime before I was, Before you're ready, you're just right. kind of inquiring, like, what, what's I have this going to look labs? like? Can I have anything? So okay. I always had this, like, fear that I would have a hard time only because it happened to my mother right. at a weird young age. And, you know, I was assured, like, oh, it doesn't have anything to do with it. So when you ask, like, was I worried? Yeah, I was worried only because I kind of had this, like, I don't know. Like intuition almost, or, you know, that's kind of hard to tell. Was it just something you're predisposed to? Was it intuition? Was it, yeah. what was it going to be? Yeah. And I have other family members who have had a hard time conceiving that are in my, like, you know, very. Well, close. I do think the older we get, like I was kind of blissfully ignorant. I think I was the first of my friends at 28 to have a child. And so I, first of all, I told people like the second yeah. that I knew I was pregnant, <laughs> like, I mean, which is crazy to me now, but again, right. ignorance is bliss. Sometimes like, yeah. I had no idea how wrong things can go. Yeah. And I really, I didn't know. And it did take me, you know, what's interesting. I think it's like six, what was that? Listen, again, I'm making this up now. It's been a while. I feel like it was like maybe nine months is like a, the normal. Right. And it literally took me with both my children about nine months, which feels like a very long time it does. when you're ready to have a baby. When you're ready to have a baby. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And, but I'll, yeah, right. So now that we're older, we know a lot of, sorry, I just feel like I cut you off, no. but I feel like we know so many different stories now of difficulties or the whoopsie daisies one and done. Like, right, right. <laughs> had a baby, you know? Right. And when you kind of like just said like nine months is the average, I mean, you know, of course that's, like you said, everybody's so different. It could be a month, it could be a year, but we had tried for a little over a year, but not by much. Not so, by much. So, okay. So before, back it up, before you, at this appointment when you're 32, 34, did you end up, did 
doing any labs, no, any testing? I was like completely like brushed under the rug. Like, okay, you don't need to worry about this. You know, you're not. And, and you know, granted, what labs would they have done? I don't know. I feel like when I'm watching a reality show, this might be like Kardashians or something. They were like testing or counting her egg right, count. I'm like, right. is that a real, I don't even there, think that's a real life thing or there, you have to spend a lot of money for these you things. You can do that. And I think that it was more like, do you want to go down that road to do this? Um, and I probably at that point in my life, I probably did not. I just thought maybe if there was a simple like blood test, they could do to be like, you have sure, a good, you're gonna be fine. And I, I think that there are obviously labs that, cause they do a slew of labs whenever you go through the process to see, um, you know, kind of what's going on. But um, okay. at that time, it was kind of like, no. Do you fine. remember like when your first, so you you guys get married and I know you were, you guys had been ready to have oh, a baby. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you were yeah. 35 when you got married. Oh God. Right? If you're 37 think, now? Yeah. yeah you're that right. would check mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> I'm good at math, guys. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. So you're 35, which uh, is it, what, what would they call advanced maternal age? Mm-hmm. At, oh, what a, well, what a lovely. To, <laughs> right. It used to be like a geriatric. Oh, that's what it is. Which geriatric. is even worse. But advanced maternal age is a much nicer way to put it. Gosh, yeah. Mighty. That's just, that one crushes the soul yeah. a little. Yeah. So how long into this, like we're actively trying, did you start to be like, oh no, like, you start to really so it was like eight months, nine okay. months, eight months, nine months in. Um, I was, you know, talking to John and we had been like, you know, I mean, you you kind of get a little nutty. Like it kind of starts to consume you a little bit. I'm feeling like, about to get personal. Yeah. Did, were you doing like the ovulation yes, kits and all exactly. those things? Okay. Yeah, so yeah. then it became, hey, were yeah. you getting the smileys? Um, yes. Sorry if this is too much, but no. I had to use those too. And you, like, yeah. So you do this, and so you, that's even more. I had an app on my phone. I had mm-hmm. the smileys. I had all these things. And so when you're like, okay, so like, what's going on? Like, why is it not working? Right. And then also in your own personal relationship with your husband, like you're kind of like, you know, it starts to be more of a something you think about that you wouldn't have thought about right. this intimacy taking is, the fun spontaneity yeah. way it's like this is when we're doing this right 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 <laughs> not that you know we're not totally okay but like it's just you add another element into it yeah. and you're just kind of like oh this well, is kind of think fun. you know how many people say not don't think about it when oh, you stress about it my which gosh I, mm, yeah yeah. Uh, word of advice. This is actually sound advice. Yes. Don't say that to somebody. Of course, if you're ready to have a baby, you're yes. thinking about it right. and you cannot help but stress about it, especially a few months in and it's not working. Right. So and my favorite thing, <laughs> yes, is when you're doing IVF, which I'm sure we'll get into like the process, is that like everything is so timed and every every day you have to take so many pills and every day you have to do an injection and every day yes. you have to do, you know, and people are like, well, just stop thinking about it. I'm like, well, actually I have, mm-hmm. it, what time is it? I've taken another pill. Thanks. I won't think about it. <laughs> yeah, right. Jeez. It's like the same way I have yeah. to think about eating and exercising yeah. and yeah. going to work. I have to think about this is, has to fit into my schedule. Right. So eight months in, you're starting to be like, uh-oh, like mm-hmm. nothing's happening. When do you see your doctor? Like at what point do you, and is this something you call and specifically say, uh, hey, I need an appointment for, I hate when they ask you why you're making I know. <laughs> well, I don't care. You know, I feel like I'm just like, I'm an open book. Yeah. But I, it was probably, um, I, I kind of like remembering September. So it was like probably nine months in that we had gone to uh, GYN in town and um, had our first like discussion about, you know, we're trying nothing to be alarmed about at this point, but blah, blah, blah. What do we need to do now? Sure. And I think that they maybe did some labs at that point. Again, so this is like a blood test mm-hmm. at this point. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, um, uh, yeah, I did like a couple of preliminary tests. So they kind of make sure that your ovaries are, or the fallopian tubes are open. There's a, a procedure called a HSG where you kind of just go and they insert some dye and like check to make sure that sure. the tubes are open, like structural things. Um, and everything was like checking out okay. And then kind of around December, the ball kind of dropped on maybe their end a little bit of why the, am I forgetting this? Okay. Because um, I didn't well, I wasn't I was still like ignorant. Like I'm still like it's still not been a year. Like so right. I was still not stressed. I was like, whatever, you know, that's good. That test turned out well. So far the labs are, I don't know, seem okay. There's not a lot of um, I don't know. I am in the medical field, mm-hmm. but I don't know anything about women's health. <laughs> That's quite fair. Frank, like nothing. I also feel really embarrassed about our anatomy. I'm like, I, I don't really know what's all going down, what all it takes. To so I, I always feel like women's health is kind of like endocrinology, like very, um, there, there's a lot of levels. There's a lot of 
hormones, yes. the, obviously. Um, and I don't know any of those things. So I don't pretend to. Um, I don't think you, you can be in the medical field and c- it's completely different than what anything we're doing. Yes. different. And so I didn't know what any of the things meant. I wasn't really, I was just not, I was just kind of like, well, it, whatever. Well, you're doing what you're supposed to do. You're listening to them and mm-hmm. following their advice, I guess. Right, you know? right. So then come like January, it's been about a year since we've been trying. And I was like, okay, well, maybe we should really start thinking about doing something. Um, and I think our first appointment with um, the fertility clinic that we went with. So your regular OB, Joanne, had at some point did send you to a specialist or can you call yourself? Uh, you can call yourself. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of the route that I kind of felt like we had kind of not had great success with where we went initially and sure. our OBGYN. Yeah, I mean, it was like, it was nothing wrong. It was just that I felt like maybe we need to advance. Yeah. That's on. fair. Um, and so our first like telehealth call was um, in like February. Is so, this telehealth because COVID still or is so? Oh, well, this is also very interesting. Okay. So we live in Wilmington. The population is, I don't know what, but pretty big. <laughs> it seems massive. Yeah. I mean, driving <laughs> when I'm dri- here, Yeah, right. When I'm driving yeah. down Market Street, it seems overpopulated. So what's interesting is that there was not a fertility clinic in Wilmington. I did not know this. Until, um, so it was at the end of our IVF. So like, um, like, September of last year. I oh mean, my gosh. Yeah, so we had to go to Raleigh for everything. Raleigh was the closest. I did know you went there, but I have, I guess I didn't, know, yeah. I don't know why. Okay. So telehealth because it was in Raleigh. So like initial consultation, kind of talk about what you're after. Mm-hmm. Um, they had like a satellite clinic here in, um, um, in town. So I didn't have to go there for everything, but just crazy. Pretty yes, crazy. That is crazy. I mean, how well, many I'm people? I'm so glad we have one now. Yeah, we have two. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it was like all of a sudden, yeah. two. Yeah. Which is great. Okay. So you have your telehealth with them mm-hmm. and you tell them this is what's going on. And what is step one? What do they do next? Um, if you remember, because yeah, it's probably a whirlwind. It is. So I think that she, I had had my records kind of like faxed over to um, to the fertility people and they were like, oh, you have PCOS. I was like, what's that? <laughs> Which I feel like now I've heard that. I know people, yeah. right? But I don't know what it, what, what does that mean for me? I, I still all the way don't know. I mean, I know enough to know that it's like polycystic ovarian syndrome. It's more of a like, um, I remember sitting down at Brossery when you told us that you're yeah. like, okay, I have PCOS. And I'm like, you, you okay? You're what's okay? this, what's this I mean? I know, I know. <laughs> so it, it just is, it's harder to get pregnant. There's, um, hormonal things that are different. And to be honest with you, I think that there, at least I kind of have a diagnosis. There's a, something called um, unidentified infertility that people go in and they're just like, well, we don't know why, you know. Um, did they, how did they determine PCOS? Is that from like an ultrasound? Was that from was the a, other was, fallopian tube, te- whatever you said, the fallopian HMG, tube te- whatever it's called? Yeah, oh, so, so close. Yeah, you were so good. <laughs> so they did a slew of testing to make sure structurally everything's okay. And then um, they did some ultrasounds and um, they actually determined that from the previous blood work okay. that I'd had. But like I said, I was so like, whatever, I don't care, you know, ah, da, 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 um, which is not my personality right. at all. Um, when we were doing this initially that I I didn't, no one really told me I had PCOS and I didn't really know. And it doesn't really affect me day to day. I don't feel I'm very fortunate in that capacity because a lot of people it affects. It's painful, right? Like it can be yeah, very painful. Very painful, um, like weight gain, blah, 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 things like that. And I don't feel like I have a lot of like the other symptoms that yeah, can come with. Right, yeah. Right. Um, but so they were sitting down she's telling us this and she's like, well, you need to do an ultrasound. And okay. Um, and then. So that was like, the did you feel hope? I just cut you off again. No. Did you feel hopeful at the end of this appointment? Like, okay, now, yes. like, I don't, does that make sense? Or did mm-hmm. she make you feel like, ooh, this is oh, like a big, uh, very excited? Okay, great. Yes. So I'm excited to think that there's somebody that's like listening to what we're saying and that we have a plan and we're going to get this done. Things are going to be great. Yeah. Yes. So for, I like one, to feel things yeah. are going to be great. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then where do you go from there? Um, So I had another, um, like a couple of ultrasounds, things like that, testing, and then appointment two, also telehealth, to go over, I suppose, all the testing. And so John has always been very present in all of our, oh, that's my husband's name. (laughs) It was John. Yeah. Um, So he was, has always been and still is very present in like pediatric appointments for our daughter and like everything. I mean, he's been next to me every step of the way, but 
just so happens that I was at work during this next telehealth appointment and they're like, okay, we're going to start IVF and I'm alone during this appointment. I'm sorry. Yeah. So just as a disclaimer, if you're ever going to like always oh have your, yeah. So I was not prepared for like that to be the next step. Truly. I was like kind of floored. I'm ho- I go from hopeful to, sorry, hey, this is what we're doing now. Yeah. And there were reasons behind it. Like, the, yeah, I'm a little bit older and... Um, what is that? It's not funny. It it's is It's just like, funny. I feel so young. I know. I feel like my <laughs> spirit age is 28. 100%. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I'm not. So I, I think that, I mean, there are things that you can try prior to IVF just as there's like IUI, which is not as invasive. We didn't do any of that. Well, we just jumped right, right in, you know? But I feel like if I'm sitting there by myself and she's... Did she go over these? Like, I feel like I, you know, you kind of have that tunnel vision, you like yeah. almost like black out. And you're like, I don't even know what you just said. Right. Like, I can't, I, can we have this appointment again and start everything over? Well, good that you also mentioned that because when I come home to my husband and tell him we're doing IVF and he has all these questions and I have no answers because I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Right. And he's like, why did you ask that? I'm like, I, I don't know. I just was like, okay. Call me a sure. guard. Yeah. yeah. I was like, all right, sure. So, uh, that's I, I didn't at that time know the gravity of the decision where I'm like, yeah, sure, let's do it. Okay. Like the gravity of what that looked like or what that meant. Right. Right. And that he wasn't there for that appointment. And, and I like, do, even if you would have regurgitated it to him perfectly, I still feel like, yeah, right. he, they, sometimes you need to hear, I needed to hear from this doctor why this is like what I have to do, for you know? Sure. Uh, in hindsight, 100%. Yes. So, you know, the next step is, so that was like in probably like March, April, which it, things are just move slow in healthcare in general. You have to get appointments, blah, 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 right. you know. Um, and it's not like I'm, you know, having some crisis. It's, you know. Yes. So you have to be patient. Um, which is not easy when you're like, yeah. this is like something. But at that know. point, I'm still like, oh, they're. Uh, we're just going to keep on doing what we're doing and, yep. you know, maybe things will just change because I've had a lot of friends that that's happened. I do love those stories too, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so fast forward to like July 4th is when we start IVF, which is not a good time to start. IVF. Was there any more in, uh, informative meetings between, between, Hey Maria, this is like yeah. the best option for you. Like that was it really. And we don't have to go through this exact, when did they... Oh, tell you like, hey, this is like the cost and this is the oh. path and this is, is this July 4th time or no, before? Like before, when did they tell you before, all this? Okay. So that is also very interesting. And I don't know, um, I don't know if it's because I was just very much like, okay, yep, I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And I, I, I didn't have any like really question pushback kind of deal. Okay. But they just send you this packet kind of online and it's like, this is the cost breakdown, you know, and this is that. And then you're just like, damn, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there needs to be like uh, some support group for this. Like I want oh, to get somebody oh, like yes. to give me like break this down in layman's terms and so, help me decide what to do here. Okay. I'm going to like, I'm happy that you brought that up because I do feel like the whole point of me talking with you is that yeah. the, I think that the whole thing is that people don't know other people are going through this and they don't know who to reach out to and they don't know that there are other people. And so a lot of the information that I got or kind of like heads up mm-hmm. and I felt like I was connected was because people had reached out to me or I, it was like, you know, people at my work were like, oh, my, my friend, my so-and-so friend yeah. did this or my, this person did this. And I did, I would like connect with these random people that I never knew. I love that. I went and got coffee with somebody that I barely knew. And we talked about IVF and her experience. And, um, she gave me some like tips and pointers and, and things. And, um, then another, somebody, somebody's friend of somebody gave me some like medicine that they had that was left over that really came into play pretty pretty like important in our journey, huh. this extra vial of medicine that was randomly given to me. Like a random acts of kindness. Let's pay yes. it forward. I went yeah. through this. And that is why I wanted to have you on. I think this is so relatable. People are waiting longer and we're getting older to having children right. and it's such a part of the process. But I, Maria, I learned so much through your journey. Like I think also though, I told you this a few times, you were the closest friend I've had. So right. I got to ask the questions that I guess I felt like weren't appropriate to ask yeah. someone that I'm not as close with that, you know, I really, I learned so much through this whole thing with you. And I actually think that people are more like, if you have questions and ask, 
I mean, I'm again, speaking for myself, but it was almost like when somebody would ask me, like, how are you doing? What's going on? It felt better than me. I mean, I'm not going to come up to you and be like, guess what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> guess what I did yesterday? <laughs> right. I got to give myself some shots. Yes. You know, no. So it's all sexy my marriage life is with right. me and John. <laughs> yeah. I got a smiley face. You know, you know what that means? You know, uh, just like weird stuff like that. But like to have somebody like ask, like, because it's such a part of what you're going through. And I guess in hindsight, now that it's over, you know, quote unquote, because we have a baby and we were so fortunate to get to that, right. that I don't realize how much it consumed my life for the last two years. So we started trying before we got married. So, you know, yeah. off the right, I mean, it was because I just was so worried about. It's okay. You yeah. were a grown woman. Yeah. You had been with this guy for a decade and right. it was time to have a baby. Right, yeah. right. And so not only did I, oh, I feel like I, in talking about like how much it consumed, I also consulted with a nutritionist. Okay. Um, an acupuncturist. Sure. I mean, you think about all these different people that you're just, it's literally consuming your life in terms of you have this yeah. goal. I get it. Yeah. I do get it. But you did do a really good job of being you for me. I mean, yeah. from the outside, I mean, you really, I yeah. felt like, but it was just, I, I was ready for updates when we hung out. I didn't feel like you were I don't know, hogging the conversation with like, yeah, cause all the cur- well, but <laughs> yeah, it's not that fun. <laughs> no, but it was, yeah. I don't know. You were still you, but I get it. I do think, and it, I know it's not the same, but I remember I can relate to that feeling. I think so many women can like once you felt ready, holy moly, I was so ready. Yes. It is consuming. You yes. know? And also I think in conjunction to what we're talking about, like, I guess I would share, we have such a good support. Like my friends are so supportive. I never well, shared anything with people that I felt were not going to bring me some comfort. Yep. Or, um, you like, felt like we're at, like maybe we're going to, I'm not talk about you, but like, yeah, but, just not going to uplift you and right, be like part right, of your journey. Right. Yeah. So anybody that would ask me and it was like, not somebody I felt was going to give me, um, a good feel. Sure. How things are great. Perfect. Things are yeah. Great. yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Smile. Yeah. Things are great. Yeah. All right. So we had to take a quick pause and then we were like got sidetracked chatting off air. And I was like, okay, we're gonna I'm gonna get us back to July 4th. But we did just bring this up because I think that it really is an important part of the conversation. But I asked her, when did they start, you know, telling you the financial aspects and you got an, an email with a pamphlet or something? Yeah. So let's talk about that because it really is a huge part of this and it's wild. It's wild. And I, I think that um, I never thought about this because I never had to do anything with fertility, but it's not covered by insurance. It's bullcrap. It is. <laughs> yes. Like, so I called. Can we ask why is this uh, it's, like, it's like a voluntary procedure? It's proce- an elective. Elective. That's what I meant. Uh-huh. It's okay. an elective procedure. And Ugh. I feel like I'm like, I didn't elect to go through this. I promise nobody does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was chatting with one of my girlfriends on the way here who also did IVF. And she's the one that jogged my memory so much about this because so much of it you forget. Um, I think that's why people have babies again, because they forget about labor. Totally. They forget about like <laughs> what that felt like. Um, and people have told me that and they're right. I'm already kind of like, oh, I don't remember anything. Like, you look amazing. Yeah. And you're just doing oh, great. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, Ashley is very kind. So the financial part. So my friend was lucky enough that her husband had insurance to cover her infertility. And so Why some people would his have covered it? Was it like he had he an HSA had, or he just had really, he works for an insurance company. So I'm sure he had really great insurance coverage. Meanwhile, um, my insurance did not cover it. Not at all. Um, and you know, neither did my, my husband's. So was there any like type of appeal you could have done or like this is just black and white, like we don't cover this. So no, yeah. it, was, it was just like, this is it. We don't sure. cover it. But in talking with other people, there are things that you can do. You can go and buy your own insurance ahead of time for like infertility. Huh. And I didn't know that. And I mean, things that you just like wish you would have maybe known um, Wow. about. And then also, not to mention, I mean, I feel like the reason that my husband and I could do this, we we waited longer to have kids. I mean, right. we did. So like career-wise, we're- You had, had solid some money in. Yeah. <laughs> in the solid You're further in your career, right? I get right, it. Right. Which is kind of like funny because that's like probably why, you know, it's harder to have kids when you're yeah. older. But it's like so inevitable. And I also like, kind of remember this, I hope it's okay to say, but you have to pay for this 
um, before you get going. There's yeah. no like payment plan along the way. I think right? that there probably is a payment plan of okay. sorts. I'm sure that there is um, of, of sorts, I'm sure. But then you think about interest and you think about different things. And then also what you don't think about is that you're halfway down the field. Am I about to use a sports analogy? I, I, did, did you, my <laughs> look of shock on my face. Where is Dougley? What do I we know? <laughs> I know. I mean, you're not going to, it, there's going to be other costs that come up and you're not going to go seeing that this is where the sports analogy I'm falls still apart. I'm yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I have no idea what we're happens. We're halfway down the field and then we're, we're, what sport are we doing? I think we're trying to do a touchdown, but okay, I'm not let's sure. Go. Yeah. So I don't know what happens because I'm sure, I don't know. I have no idea I'm what. <laughs> right. Me too. What is. <laughs> What kind of wine are you serving me? My God. Oh, this is amazing. So um, y- once you're like in it, you're in it. So there are going to be things that pop up cost-wise and you're not going to say no because what's a thousand dollars after we're already committed already, to whatever. And yeah. you can't stop. That's the thing. It's like you can't, everything is so timed. Everything is so timed. I mean, you're doing lab work. I mean, it's like if you miss an injection, if you miss a lab, do you yeah. have to start over? So kind of it's yeah no. i think that it's very um so there's only like a two week time that is like really there's there's like times that are really um important and it's like the first two weeks where you do the shots and you do all the things everything is timed to the hour wow so when people are like just don't worry about it you're like okay also this yeah. is costing a fortune and i really it's want yeah i'm gonna do fortune. this the way they told me to do right. it right and so it's funny because it is like around covid time and uh, you know i work in a place where i was exposed at, at yeah. certain points here and there and all i could think about during the time where it's like close to like getting the retrieval of the eggs after you do all these shots is what if i get covid and i can't do it without no. several thousand like why did this not cross my mind? Yeah. Right. Because oh, yeah. as much as I love you, I wasn't going through it. So I'd never thought about that. Right. And I didn't think about it so much until like I had a COVID exposure. Right. Uh-huh. Damn. And it was like, all I could do was like pray, like, please don't like mess this up. Yeah. Like, then at some point I feel like I'm truly just believing in some higher power that this right. is like, oh, if, yeah. if this yeah. is meant to be. Yeah. Okay. So I, and I did, I feel like I took the story, which is to be friends. That's kind of yeah. how these conversations yeah. go. Back to July 4th is like the yeah. day you start everything. It was like maybe the, was it was the, the weekend of, <laughs> no, it was prior to, so like our July 4th kind of like, you know, wasn't that fun. Yeah, it's overrated. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I so, love you, America. Yes. Yes. Of course. Of course. <laughs> but, um, so I, um, got the medicine in the mail and also so when you very did, overwhelming. You didn't go there still. Like it's still oh, being virtual. All telehealth. All oh virtual. Gosh. Like I had never seen these people in real life. Okay. No one shows you how to use the medicine. I was just, and, and yeah. it's an injection. Oh, it's several. Did you do them or did John do them? I did the initial. So initially the injections are in your, in your tummy. Nurse extraordinaire. I don't know if I could do that to myself. Well, that's also, it's interesting because I'm like, well, I know how to do this because I am in the, like, I, you know, yeah. nurse, nurse practitioner, whatever. Like I've done shots. Might have been a minute, but I've done them. <laughs> yeah, I can do it with my eyes closed. Yeah. And even that felt overwhelming to me to draw up medicine and make sure that the dose was right and like know like, okay, yes, this is the, the shot. There are three or four that you give depending on like the time they kind of build. And in my head, I was like, I, kn- I know how to do this. I would, uh, uh, I am not a medical healthcare professional and I would have been nervous as hell. Yeah. I think I would have made Steven do it because he's calmer than me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, so the, you know, I kind of like had to talk myself down, but I mean, it's in your tummy. It doesn't hurt. It's not. I don't know what it is. It's like, what if I push it in too far? What if it's not far enough? Right. Right. Just all uh, spiral. (laughs) You can easily do that. And I think that probably because I know that like, I can't, it's subcutaneous, like in your fat and it's not. Say that word again. Subcutaneous. So in the, in the fat area Mm -hmm. of your, of your tummy, that's why you do it in your tummy. So that was, it was overwhelming to me. So I felt like if it's overwhelming to me, how can people that have never seen an injection in your stomach don't, you know? I like that you have that like you know, we're with all like thinking about other people. We had time. You're like this. Right, yes. Right. Yes. Because you're drawing up medicine and stuff. So, so that was two weeks of how many shots a day? I think it started at like two and then eventually it was like up to four. And how do you feel? Does this make, does it make oh. you feel uh, gross? Is that an understatement? Well, a good word. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember being at a birthday party for a neighbor's kid and um, like, having such a hot flash that I had to leave. 
<laughs> I mean, it was July, obviously, yes. but also I was like sweating profusely. It's like, like it was, jacking you full of hormones. Like, yeah. It, yeah. Okay. I was like uncomfortable. And yeah. I was like, if I'm uncomfortable, people are really uncomfortable for me. I mean, I got to go. <laughs> I'm you sorry. Know. I'm laughing. Yeah, I just no, so it was just so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're like, I got to get out of here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how so, about mood? Were you moody? Were you like, I feel like. Should we should we get John? Should we call John in? I think that he would say yes, probably. You know, okay. I think that he probably would feel that way. But it's I feel funny like- to say moody, but it doesn't feel good, guys. When I, I and I don't know what that, but even yeah. just that little bit of PMS every month, it I don't like feeling completely insane. You yeah, know? and also I didn't work out during this time. Um, because I was so hot and like yeah. my heart rate felt so hot, like my heart rate would get high and I just felt like I didn't want to work out. And so, you know, that's a good release that I wasn't getting. So, you know, it's like hard to know. Obviously, your hormones are all over the place, like right. truly all over the place because that's what they're designed to do. But um, yeah, probably he would say I was moody. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. Like, Gross and moody. We'll just make it sound cute. That's exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So two weeks of this. Mm-hmm. And then what do you do from there? Then you go for this egg retrieval. So it's like that was the first time I went to Raleigh actually to actually be there because they have to do it's like surgical procedure. So I had never had an IV. I mean, no reason to. That's the other thing is like I was so fortunate to be like health naive in terms of I'm healthy. Your own journey. Yeah. Yeah, Right. And so um, I was pretty nervous. I mean, I go there and they're like going to give me an IV and I'm going to have sedation. I've never had sedation really before. I guess I did. Also, is that like the moment of truth? Like, yeah. Like, what am I working with here? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and you're really feeling pretty miserable by this time. And, you know, you're all these hormones, whatever. And it's two hour drive away, Raleigh. Plenty of time to just think about what's about to right. happen. We actually stayed in a hotel the night before. Okay, that's good. Maybe yeah. we have a nice dinner. We Something did. to take we my mind a off nice it. Nice dinner. The people were great. Everybody was really nice. Everybody I've encountered in like the healthcare of this has been really, really great, which is good. Is good. But um, you go and they take out your eggs. So the whole point of the medicine is to stimulate all these eggs. Do we know how many eggs were like, is supposed to the right word, you know, how many, like a a normal, healthy, like 20 year old or 30 year old, like, I wonder how many eggs we're supposed to have or we do have. So, oh, I don't know. I I was curious. I think it's like one and then you release it and that's how you. Wait, one egg? Oh, no, 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 no. You have a lot of (laughs) eggs. I think that like how many you release for the, you know, a normal person, one egg, you know, meets, I think this is ridiculous. I I need to go back to science class. Okay. And I, (laughs) birds and the beast telling you that (laughs) it's like, I feel like I should know a lot more than I do because you just, you kind of block it out. It's almost like, like, no, I think that's actually more normal to be like, I don't know. Okay. Sorry. I digress. So you're in there, they're doing this thing. You got to be put, so it was not painful because you're sedated. Oh yeah. Sedated. Um, but I will say that this is where I feel my story is different than a lot of people. Okay. Um, because you want eggs. I mean, you want your eggs. Like that's the whole point. That's you how we want do this eggs. thing. That's yeah. how we do it. And um, I was what they call overstimulated. Like my eggs, I had too many. Yes. I do which remember is, Yes. Yeah. Which is, is like good, but also really uncomfortable after the fact. But so we were very fortunate. So a lot of, um, a lot of people don't get very many eggs. Okay. Like maybe two yeah. or three. Whew. And meanwhile, I had yeah. 20. 20 eggs. Okay. Yeah. Holy moly. A lot. Yes. That Which, is not listen, the normal. I know, but it is your story. And it I made know. me so happy when I got the text that yeah. I felt like that seemed like such a turning point in the whole progress. I was like, I felt so encouraged. After I that, I'm like, oh my gosh. feel that way as well. And yeah. so, you know what? I, I just, I and feel like. we're not like, being insensitive. I just, I know. I, know, I it feel is this really, guilt though. Like, I know you do. Ooh, yeah. Like there are people that go through and that's like what I want to kind of like this just because people do IVF does not result Means in baby. They're going to have a baby, right? Yeah, which right. is heartbreaking. I can't imagine. No. Yeah. And people do this more than one time, and I can't imagine. And then I feel like the mental capacity, like round two, round yes. three. Right. Financially. You financially, uh, right? Yeah, and it's yeah. just, and I, I wonder what part the, the mind plays in all of this. Like, and I know, you right. know, which is yeah. tough. With any medical, they're like, if you stay positive and do this, it's like, right. but it's so hard right. when you've right. gone through all of this. For sure. So you have 20 eggs. So you, that feeling yes. encouraged, that's amazing. Yes. And then what, where do you, what do we do with these eggs? So this is another thing that you don't really think of, or you don't, or I didn't think of, you know, I'm just like, 
do, do, do. Okay, we're going to do this. And then we'd start doing it. And I'm like, this is kind of crummy. But also we're going to get there, you know, feeling bad, hormones, whatever. Get the egg retrieval, feeling uplifted. Yes, I have all these eggs. Roller coaster. Right. But then they're like, then you have embryos. So there's like an ethical part that comes through. Yes. Yeah. What are we going to do with all this? Right. And I still am not sure. Okay. (laughs) And I'm a year out. (laughs) I have two questions. One, and John, I don't mean to blow up your spot. I'm so sorry. Did they ever test John through this? Yeah. Okay. Not him. Yeah. Okay. All the way. Yeah. Okay. I was curious about that. So then we know. Yeah. Then do you have to pick how many? Is this bad? I don't know. How many eggs that you are going to save or keep? Yeah. Yeah. Or like use? So what happens after that point is they, um, there's different paths. This is like where it kind of diverges. Like there's different paths. You can do like a fresh transfer. You can do a frozen transfer. Um, I always feel like I hear freezing my, like people freezing their eggs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you want to freeze your eggs or if people want to freeze their eggs at this point, this is when they do them. There's no sperm involved. It's just an egg. Okay. And honestly, like, because I have a daughter now. Like I'm going to have a fund for her at some point to sure. when she's 25. If she wants to freeze her eggs, I'm going to be like, you let's go do for this it. thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you've been through it. Yeah. Because and it's like you always want better for your children. You know, I'm like yeah. whatever I can do to help you. To along have this. like the yeah. freedom of not worrying about this and having a career and, you know, traveling and doing whatever you want because yeah. it's crazy that this is this ticking timeline, but like the biological clock does not reset just because the social one or the, you know what I mean? Right. How we've all evolved. Yeah. Right. Have ever like evolution of our bodies. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not smart enough to have this conversation. Yeah. But. Yeah. Okay. So then you're faced with this sort of like what m- people might say is an ethical dilemma. I don't know. So they tell you right away, like they're like, okay, what do you want to do with these? And they go, I don't know. Oh my God. Um, yeah. So they, so we did a frozen transfer, which means that there was, there's like, I think four or five days. And again, I'm, can't remember of time to yeah. see which, like how many will make it. Because some are not good. Like they don't, they don't, they're not viable. They don't, whatever. Okay. And so I think of the 20, it was like, I'm just going to throw out numbers because I don't remember honestly, which is also terrible. But you just had I a think, baby. Yeah. You, you slept like three hours yeah, last night. Yeah, I did. Only, <laughs> yeah. So um, like 15 or so were like kind of viable and good. And then you have the option of genetically testing these embryos at this point. Um, did you do that? I did. And I, that's I, another, like, I'm Don't like, you if, feel judged down here? No way. I would, yeah, I, listen, yeah. nobody knows what they would do. And I, I'm like, we didn't make it all this way. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, science is a beautiful thing. And absolutely. But then that's another cost. Okay. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. Oh, yeah. the analogy. It's like, well, we've already come this far. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going, yeah. I'm not fumbling the ball now. Not, is that, is that thing? I don't know. <laughs> Are you much, yes. Or, that sounds We're great. That played out. Yes. That did great. Yes. Um, so we did that. And then, so they do this with grading of the embryos. It's like a five AA or a five AB. There's like a A, B, C, one, two, three, four, five. Um, and then, so of those, you then kind of narrow it down some more about which to be implanted. So again, people can go through and have like two or three embryos and you're not faced with the option of how do I pick in these? Cause right. Because I only have a little mm-hmm. bit to work with. So I feel very much like fortunate that we were in a good place in this. Can I ask, and I think this is like maybe a myth or I don't know, something people talk about. So they're looking for healthy eggs. Mm-hmm. Can you pick at this point, like male, female? You can. You can. Yeah. But you did not. No. I, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I did not. We did not. Um, so, I, I, you know, John, how far can you take that? Can you be like, this one is Brown haired and blue eyed. Oh, you know, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't think that that. I don't think that. Thing, works but like I'm that, not no. sure. I mean, who knows? So what they do is they test. Um, there are two parts of the. Okay, so also this is the reality. Is I'm sitting at work, at work during the day. It's busy, and I get a phone call from this um, lab person, and they are speaking a different language. Sure, I have no idea what they're talking about. I mean, the terms that they were using were, and I'm in the medical yes. field. I have no idea what they're talking about. They're like this and this, the try egoderm, blah, 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 blah. And oh, they're like- Oh, come on, buddy. Like, yeah. break I'm it like, down for what? me. And so I, this person I'm talking to, I, I wasn't getting anywhere. I was like, can I call you back? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what you're saying. So I had to go look up the words. 
which is so Can ridiculous. You spell that for me. <laughs> right. And so basically there's two parts of the embryo. One's the placenta and one is the baby. And they take a little needle and they pull cells from each of those parts. And that's how, I mean, really miraculous stuff. It's amazing. Yeah. And that's how they tell like the quality of the whatever. And so really she's just giving me an update, but I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this information? I don't know. Yeah. Um, and so. You just want to be like, you guys pick, you tell me. What do I do here? So I'm like writing down like five, eight, eight. So the other thing is that we had really good quality baby eggs. So you stop feeling bad, okay? Like this is, I know, we are being sensitive. It's like, it's okay. It's just so. I feel like we need to unpack this another time. Yeah, but it is just so hard because so many people. I love that you're empathetic to that, but I just. We were really fortunate and and we had great And that's okay. Yes, yes. And so at that point you can, I think at the time of like implantation, of the next step, which is then another payment to do, blah, 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 is, you know, um, which one do you want to pick? And so John and I had talked about like, I mean, do we want a boy? Do we want a girl? Blah, blah, blah. And we both This is came, wild. Yeah. What would I have picked? I don't know. So we got to the point where we both were like, I think we felt like it was so sciencey and so, you know, whatever. We both were just like, whatever is the healthiest. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Um, and that's what we did. And then we have Ellis. <laughs> and Ellis, <is laughs> we just jumped the gun. Oh, yes, I guess I yeah, should say I that. I feel like it's, it's such a oh, and she's name. so beautiful. Yeah. Okay, so so you pick the the mm-hmm. so what's it called now? An, an embryo. An embryo. Suppose, yeah. And then what happens with that? So when did they? It was so we started the shots in July, beginning of July. It wasn't until September seventh that we had the implantation. So it's not a quick process. It's you know a little bit of time. Um, and so before you do that, you do another, more shots, more pills. And so I kind of, what I didn't get in your body ready for this, like, yeah. And I did implant, right. Was that the right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And so you take a bunch of estrogen and also progesterone, which is sure that you felt amazing. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I'm telling you. I do. I'm sorry, but I do remember this one seems a little more clear because it doesn't feel like that long ago. Right. But you were so honest about it and y'all, she it was not happy. No. It's okay. It's okay yeah. to say that. Like, yeah. that's like the relatable stuff. You were just, mm. poor John. We hated John. No, uh, we. I'm like, he was amazing. He was actually. You're always going to take it out on, when I think about even my PMS, who do I hate? Stephen Bray. Yeah. Well, so it was more like, it, yeah, you're with your person you that can't. you love and you're just like, okay. So that is something that I did want to touch base on sure. is the like relationship part and you know how I told you that like John was not there for that initial conversation I mean when I'm feeling miserable and I'm giving myself injections and he's kind of like why are we doing this why are we doing this what are you like why are we doing this and you know and then I'm like what do you mean why are we doing this like it's not that he needs validation but I think that's okay but thought to think for a second when I spoke with other friends who had gone through this like it was like, I didn't, in my head, I'm like, you know, kind of like, what do you mean? Why are we doing this? Well, of course, what do you, like, we want a baby, duh. Yeah. Um, but my my friends who had done this and had, um, they're also like therapists that only do like therapy for people that are going through. As ideas. you were saying this, I was thinking, what and, a what a space that needs filled. So I'm glad there is, that's out there. But they okay. don't tell you any of this when you're going through, you have to find it out for yourself. And so I, I didn't ever do any therapy because I just was kind of like, I didn't know enough to know right. that that's something that's available. But my friend had done it and she had talked to a therapist who only was there for um, people going through IVF. And so she shared with me like secondhand, I guess. That counts. You know, that counts, right? Yeah. That your husband doesn't want to see you go through something terrible. And so John was very much like not wanting to see me go I through something. Her and this is yeah. making her unwell. Yes, right. And so I think that that's where most of the stress comes from is that that person doesn't want to see you feel bad and doesn't want to see you give yourself injections, doesn't want to see you like being poked and prodded. And you're kind of like anything it takes, anything it takes to have a baby, you know? That makes so much sense. Yeah. So isn't it funny that I always feel like therapy sometimes it's like the simple, like that just seems like a simple explanation that makes so much sense, but I need somebody to enlighten me. Right, right. So Fast forward to the next step. Okay, so before you go for the implantation, you have to have, um, I forget how many weeks it is at this point because I don't remember anything, but it's like a total of 10 weeks. And I think that it's like maybe three weeks before or two weeks before implantation, you start doing like these, um, a lot of like high-dose estrogen 
pills, patches, and then you do a shot. And this shot is different. It is a oil shot. Okay. In your in your butt. Okay. Yeah. And so I did not want to do that to myself. It's in your muscle, which is a lot more. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Also, um, it seems like a weird angle and it seems right. tricky. Sure. So here I am. I'm in the medical field. I'm very much, I want to do my own things. Uh-huh. And I'm like, here, John, <laughs> will you give me a shot? Moment of truth, bud. <laughs> you totally stepped up to the phone. Oh, of my course. God. I came home the day that we were going to start. Um, our injections and he had dressed up in so i don't know the, stop it wait the scrubs you know oh my god i love him no oh. there's been so much of this i probably forgot that part yeah so there are some scrubs that are like you know like one size fits all that are at the <laughs> hospital i have a pair in my office or in my uh closet because sometimes i go there and he goes and finds these scrubs this is so cute i come home he has a surgical mask on the scrubs <laughs> The full nine, ready to make me feel like this is funny. We're going to get through it, you know? I love that. Yeah. So he did a great job. Kudos to John. Yeah. Every day at five o'clock, we would do this shot. Okay. Every day for 10 weeks. Wowzers. Mm -hmm. Okay. At the same time. Same time every day. Did he wear the scrubs every time? No, okay. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I should have been like, this is a prerequisite. You got to do it every day. Oh, I do love that he did that. Yeah. All right. So then moment of truth day. I don't know. What do we call it? It's like, here we go. We're going to implant this. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Do you go to Raleigh for that? Yes. Okay. Yes. And that is easy breezy. You okay. go in, you are like together. So we're in scrubs. John's in scrubs. I'm in scrubs. We go into this little room and it is just, in hindsight, it's like, more miraculous. So you're like sitting there and there's like a screen um, that you see the egg or embryo. I'm sorry, I keep using the wrong terms. The embryo and they're like, they bring it out. The lab person like pulls it, you know, they have to be very precise to make sure it's yours, blah, blah, blah. I mean, my God, could you imagine? My mind just went so many crazy places yeah. in like 0.5 seconds. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they verify multiple There will be times. no mistaking that Ellis is oh. uh, your baby. Uh, because she looks just <laughs> she like looks my husband. just like John. Yeah. It's then, amazing. I'm like, is it my baby though? Like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, I love it. She's so beautiful. <laughs> she looks just like John. Um, so they bring this little... It is just so tiny because they give you the little test tube thing that you that like verifying like this isn't. Mm-hmm. It's like a keepsake too. They're like, here you go. It looks like. Have you ever seen the thing that if you have glasses, like the screwdriver thing for glasses? Yep, it looks just like that, but okay. even like smaller. Did you keep it? It's like in a purse somewhere. Okay. Just I throw everything away. I, mean, I have like I, no sentimental nothing. I, I think Oopsies. it's like maybe in the same purse. That like, like what am I supposed to do with this? I, I mean, it could be in a pocket <laughs> somewhere. Is that awful? I love you. But so the, they're like, you have a screen and this is actually pretty miraculous. I said that like twice. I don't ever use that word. I use the same. I have like a catchphrase every podcast. I don't know what mine is yet this time, but that's fine. Oh, but I never say that. But you, when what you a think perfect about, word. Yeah. I mean, what is actually happening? Thank you, Jesus, for my medicine and all the things like okay so they they basically just like push this little embryo into my body and there's like this flash of light that happens and it's not i thought it was um something medical that they were doing this flash of light and they tell you they're like you know you're gonna see this like flash of light it is like literally like this like little flash of light whenever the embryo is implanted and I'm why like, is that giving me a chill? I know. And I'm like, does this happen every time this happens? Like naturally? Like what is going on here? Right. But, um, and I don't know, again, this is not medical advice. I have no idea. But it was just kind of crazy to see that. And then. Do you have any sort of feeling when you saw that? Like, I th- like this is working. I had, I know you are psyching yourself. Like you're not going to let yourself. I had no feelings. Okay. About, it's like more in hindsight that I'm like, that yeah. was really miraculous. At That's time, really cool. You're just another step. Like it's not, doesn't feel warm and fuzzy. You're just like, you know, another step you're in this medical sterile environment. I think that's probably what you just said is going to resonate with people. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. I get that. Okay. You're just doing it. Mm-hmm. Every step is just so hindsight. Step. Now looking back, it's because when you're telling me I have a chill and I'm like, that's amazing. And in hindsight, I even think I'm like, wow, that was really crazy. Yeah. So John and I do that. We're in Raleigh. We go have like lunch and we come home. And then how long Except I do feel like we had lunch and I remember it was like, you could check that weekend. You were maybe not supposed to, but it's we were like- two week wait is the okay. like time frame. Okay. It's called the two week wait. And you go and you get labs done to see if like it, 
has right. actually happened. And um, like, just like the same lab that you would do on a pregnancy test and you want to see it like kind of double the next day and to make sure blah, blah, blah. So yep. they tell you not to take a pregnancy test um, because it could be false and, you know, whatever. But Because you do have a higher probability for some reason of having a false positive. I, because you remember you saying that. definitely have an implanted thing. So yes. your body's going to make some of the hormone, but then um, – it has to double and then yep. double again. And like, it has to like be. And I realize now and like your journey is so different, but I'm speaking for myself and a lot yeah, of friends. Yeah. Um, I think I took a pregnancy. I bought like a Costco pack of them mm-hmm. because when I was like, I know I should wait like another day or two, yeah. but I was taking those things like round the clock. Girl, I have like six pregnancy right? tests that I took. <laughs> that I, Let me just make sure this is really what it's supposed to say. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh. And so the day before our appointment, I just because I didn't want to get, if I, it was going to be, the news was going to be delivered to me while I was at work. And I was like, I don't want to hear this. I want to have a little bit. So on a Sunday, I took a test to know, you know, if it was completely false, like, or like if it said no, yeah, then I would just be like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but when it was positive, it was like you, I went downstairs and I like didn't tell John I was going to take this test because you know, he'd, he'd have been like, just like, wait, we're supposed yeah, to wait. Right, yeah. right, yeah. He'd I have, never told Stephen I was taking I, He would have thought I was insane, actually, because oh, yeah. I think I took... I took so many. Uh-huh. Yeah, because it was like <laughs> three weeks in. I'm like, I'll do another one. Just make sure. 100%. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, I, I like went downstairs and was like, we're pregnant. And it was almost like both of us were so guarded. That, I mean, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So two weeks went by and they said we were pregnant. It was the best feeling. It was. <sighs> but also not real to me at that point. It was I, girl, you had your guard up oh, a long time. The entire which is very fair. I yeah, mean, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. I think she's here now. We're still like, okay. Yeah. Can we <laughs> I know. That's so funny. You guys would tell me all the time, like, be excited. I'm like, nope, not yet. I don't know. I we kept being like, what what can we do for her? Because she doesn't want to do anything because she's so nervous, which is so okay. You know? But like you said, anything could happen. Anything could happen. I know. So you find out you're pregnant, which I'm gonna start crying. I was like, the, I mean, I was, we were so invested in we this were, journey, know. you know, and well, I just I love y'all so much. Who, um, when did you find out that Ellis was going to be a girl? So, um, oh, are you new? Sorry. I know. So <laughs> I know. Oh my God. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm really crying. Everybody don't worry. Don't yeah. worry. It's one of those weeks. So we <clears> waited <throat> to like the same time everybody else finds out. Like, yeah. um, we did, we met with like, um, even though in hindsight also we didn't need to do this. There's so much that we you know, I just want to do everything. No stone, like stone left unturned. Is that the saying? Whatever. Sure. Yeah. Um, I just, we wanted to do all the things and we met with, um, a genetic person at our high risk. Cause uh, you know, when you do IVF, I also didn't know that you automatically are high risk because right. there's like risk of like heart problems. Didn't know that. Didn't know that either. Yeah, I didn't know, you know, there's so many <sighs> things I didn't know going into this, but you're such a great resource now, you know? <sighs> Gosh. Well, so they can test for certain abnormalities, but like most of that had already been tested for, you know, with the genetic testing mm-hmm. that we did before, but it's not, nothing is a hundred percent, just like anything in life. And then they also will find out the gender and they put it in an envelope. So I guess, what is that time frame Like, I don't remember. Uh, for me, it was um, 18 weeks. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So somewhere around that time is yeah. when we found out. And we got this God, envelope. What a fun feeling. I know. And I knew, best. though, I knew it was a real I know you did. Like, I knew. I was yes. like, this is a little girl. And I truly, truly did not care. But man, yeah. those days were so yeah. fun. Yeah. And yeah. I did cheesy stuff. Everyone can make fun of it. Whatever. I did all the things. Balloons with Trip. Fireworks with Lucy. Aww. It was so fun. You know? It was. I think that John and I are a little bit more private, which is so funny that I'm doing a podcast. But. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great. I appreciate yeah. you doing this. Um, but we just did like little cupcake that was filled and, you know, we went to dinner, we came home and just the two of us just, you know, here. Doesn't this like fit our personalities? Per- I'm like, I did fireworks and I invited <laughs> everybody and it was my 30th birthday. And you're like, we were at home. And, you know, I feel like yeah, it's just, it yeah. takes all time. So I just I love it. I think it was just so nice because so much of it was so weird to get <sighs> there. So like any of the time that we could have just us as like a... Yes. Like let, I was going to ask you this and I hope, and sorry, John, I just love you so much, but like, if you guys like had a chance to like reflect on like, what, I mean, first of all, the first year of marriage, like it is, you know, you're navigating a lot of different things anyways. And then you guys are adding this whole other element. Like, have you, I don't know, laughed about it, cried about it, uh, just 
you know, reflected I on it. I actually don't know that we have. I mean, I now think, because now you have a newborn, you're like, when the hell are we supposed to reflect? Right. You're <laughs> right. You're right. I think that um, that's really interesting because I feel like that's my personality to just keep going, keep going, keep going. But like, maybe not. That might not be John's personality. Like he's more like I got to talk about it all. Like let's. I want to talk about all of this. Yeah. And also, I want to keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. Because like that's what motivates me is like keep going. Yeah. But well, we also have no other choice. We just got to keep on going. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So I don't know. I mean, there's definitely times that we. John has been like, we've been through a lot, Maria, and I'm like, you know what, we have. You really have. Which sometimes I think that builds such a foundation. Ellis, that whole thing was a lot, but you guys, yeah, just, I mean, you guys really have been through a lot. And I think that that's, you know, it's yeah. always making us stronger somehow. And, but, but in my mind, I'm like, yeah, we've been through a lot, but like, there's nobody else I'd want to be doing this yeah. with. Yeah. And I do you. feel like you're so like gracious and of everything, like how worked, I mean, you can hear it here in this podcast, like how she is really, you really are truly yeah. just feeling like you're not, I don't know, you know, like you're just like a really appreciative of oh my how it all worked out you're and just, very sensitive mm-hmm. to how it could not have worked out. And I don't know. I really, I love that about I you. I feel like if there's like a takeaway from all this is that one, the insurance thing that is crazy. Like the financial part, like the inequity of like, we were fortunate to be able to do it, but some people cannot do this. this now is my not mind is turning. What can we do? Who can we write to? I don't Let's know. figure this out. I know. And I thought, you know, during this whole process, I was like, this is so silly. Like how, how is this so yeah, like only limited to people? Well, you do that, feel like privileged then at some point you're like, yeah. thank God. Like I, I was able to do this and you think your heart goes out to people that are just not. And also why I wonder, is this I not- bet. I don't know. Are there charities set up? Are there different things we can donate to? So, we, we need to put, we have good, good minds. Yeah. We need the f- Friday friends. Next topic. <laughs> I really do want to, Let's do something. after, after, you know, I mean, right now I have a newborn. I'm not thinking clearly, even talking to my friend Ashley here. <laughs> um, but I do want to do something one day to figure out like, how can we make this yeah, I mean, write your senator. I don't know. I love that. And I'm going to be on your side. We're going to figure it out together. But then That's also you think away. about there's just so much like I didn't know that there was acupuncture that is there's like do you one, think that helped yes and okay. there's only like one person in town oh my gosh That's okay it. and her name's Allison and she's wonderful I was like we should give her a shout mm-hmm. out Allison, Allison thank you for doing what you do yes um Kate for acupuncture and so she is like the person and okay. you have to be like certified was it hard to get in with her um not really. She's okay. so that's why I feel like maybe people don't know. But when I went to Raleigh for the implantation, they have like an acupuncturist no way. that they recommend. So I did acupuncture before and after the implantation. I did acupuncture weekly. I mean, the the amount of time that you like invest in this is like insane. Isn't it crazy when you look at her right now and not to put you on the spot because like, you know, you can't say anything but yes, but do you look at her and you're just like, oh my God. I'm so glad we did all this. Like, yes, I just, that'll make me tear up. Like, I just want to look at my kids and think how much I freaking love them. Which is also really funny because on the way here, my friend who I was speaking with about, she also did IVF and I was like telling her, I was like, I'm really nervous about doing this. And like, I wish you were here to do this podcast with me because she had done IVF. She's like, isn't it funny? Like you can't ever complain about your kid. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you can. And I will listen. Like she was like, you can't ever complain about like having a baby anymore or a kid because you'd work so hard to get this. And the other day, like Ellis was like, you know, screaming bloody murder. And as babies will do. Yeah. And I was like, Huh. Oh, can, can, oh God. you know what though? Listen, yeah. if you complain about her once, I, you're 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 kicked out of the Friday friends. Because sometimes I need. I love that I still feel the need to preface. I love them so much, right, but right, right, like, right. we all know yeah, that I mean, it's hard. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. I love Stephen so much. I'm allowed to complain about him. Right. I, like you yeah, know, it's yeah. just part of life. It's like they complain about us. It, yeah, it's no, they don't. No, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> um. But so. I, I don't even know where I was going with this. I don't either. But I, when I first came to meet her the first day I met Ellis and I watched you just like looking at her on the, why am I such a sap? Look at my eyes. I feel like oh I'm going to cry gosh. again. Watched you like looking at her and I like, it does feel like a really long time ago for me. Like I, you know, yeah. like holding a newborn and just, be, but you were like so happy and in awe and, and you didn't have the easiest uh, by any means childbirth oh my and God. like you haven't had the easiest experience, but you've just been yeah. so damn happy. And you look at me like I just love it. Like I, I you like have this, uh, you like exude happiness right now, and it makes my um, heart so, so happy. Sweet, 
I well, do love it. I feel very fortunate is all I have to say. Like that's, that's the takeaway is that Amen. there's a lot of people that go through this more than one time and don't get the outcome. And I think that is so unfortunate. I know. I know, I know. So if you are open to this, if mm-hmm. somebody is going through this, I feel yes. like please reach out to me and I'll yes. get you in touch with Maria because yes. she's um, literally the best and she's like one of my favorite people to hang out with. And I feel like she just, 100%. just got this calming openness and I don't know, I think you'd be great. It's funny because like ever since, and I, and I think that that like in this like community that you don't even want to be a part of, but you are a part of. Yeah. I joined a club I didn't even know I wanted yeah. to be part of. <laughs> and I think that that's what happened is that I met one person and then another person. And now I have like two people. One is, you know, a very close family member who is going through this right now. And, um, and a close some friend. way or another, I think I've said on this podcast, okay, countless times it's getting wild, but I, mm-hmm. That ability to connect to someone or mm-hmm. relate is so powerful and it is. so important to not feel like I'm doing this alone or I'm the first person that's ever right. felt like this, been through this. I think mm-hmm. that's so important. It's like the human connection, you know? It is. And that's what everything is revolving around is like relationships and connections. Yes. You know, yes. Fun. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Oh, thank you so yeah. much for doing this with me. I love this. It was really fun. Well, I feel How are you less feeling? nervous. <laughs> I love that you didn't it start. You kind of forget what we're doing for like a second, yeah. then it comes back to yeah. you, and yeah. no. then I listen the first time, and I always like hate myself, and then the second time around, I'm like, eh, whatever, it's whatever. great. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I didn't get to ask you how Coco is doing with Ellis. How's that puppy love going? Oh my god, it's the sweetest bond. It is just innate, almost like she just like is perfect with her. And you were so relaxed about it. Yeah. Like I feel like the second I walked in and Coco just like licking her, kissing on her. Yeah. I mean, it's the best, right? Yeah. It's like just the right amount of love. Not like over, <laughs> the right amount yeah, of love. Like it's, it's like perfect. one little lick on the top of the head and like we're done. I know. And you know, you and I are both such pet people. We oh, love our dogs. Love, love our dogs. Well, I don't know if you've heard about pet wants. You Ooh, need to check it out. Okay. Um, so if your dog or your cat is your dog or your cat eating the most fresh, all natural pet food that they can. If not, you're not feeding them pet wants. And here's the best part, Maria. This um, pet wants, if you go to petwants.com, uh-huh. use the promo code BRIGHTMINDS20, okay. they will bring you like the best pet food right to your front door. Okay, I'm going to do it. It's the best. We're busy now. I mean, and only the best. I'm and sorry. And also, I have to show you this bag of goodies, but they have these cute little things. They look like beer cans. And y'all, I'm going to post it on my page. But they're like broth and they're called funny things. And you pour them on their food and oh. it's so good for the dog. And it's like fun and funny and all the best things. Okay, well, that's actually perfect because even though Coco was like the only child for a long time, we, we've been giving her a lot of treats. So right, I'm a lot of treats. Perfect place to do it. Yeah. Delivered right to your front door. And perfect. it's local, you know? Perfect. Love y'all, it. check them out. It's petwants.com. P E T. W-A-N-T-S dot com. Coupon code BrightMinds20. <laughs> Guys, thank you for continuing to listen, to support me. Um, I am hopefully soon going to be on Apple Podcasts, but for now, just keep following me on Spotify at Bright Minds with Ash Mon. Um, and again, please reach out to me. Send me a message if you are going through something like this or if you have a friend, I will get you in touch with Maria because she is the best. Thanks, y'all.